Hello, this is Danny at Logical Soccer Investing. This is episode six. Thanks for checking in. Uh, this episode is going to feature actually a post that I read on Instagram. Uh, Sunday League Investors, a really good page on Instagram. They do a lot of posts that I'm interested in. Uh, the posts particularly that I'm interested in is when someone scores, they put on their page if someone scores and uh, the rookie sticker or rookie card that is connected to that player. It's really a helpful resource. I actually appreciate it a lot. So shout out to Sunday League Investors for that service, which is awesome for the soccer collecting community. In their latest post, they asked a question I thought actually would be worth responding uh, to because I have uh, I have thoughts on the matter. So they, the question they pose at the end of this post about MLS essentially is, so the post is titled, can MLS breed world-class talent? And to me that is, well, their question is, do you believe MLS can be a true feeder league to the top leagues in the world? I think that's an interesting way to put it. Um, I think maybe the real question is, can MLS improve? <laughs> And if they can improve, obviously they're going to attract the attention of uh, a lot of other leagues, right? If they can improve, and you could say yes, they'll become a, they could become a feeder league. But actually, in addition to becoming a feeder league, they can just be looked at as a more legitimate league. And then with more legitimate leagues, there is a feeder process that goes on. You know, a lot of great teams. You know, like for instance, uh, BVB, right? They have a lot of great players on their team. And a lot of those players get transferred uh, because BVB makes a lot of money from this and they're able to improve, get better players. But right now it kind of seems like they're a feeder team. But as soon as you know, uh, they could just be the best team by doing this process over and over, getting more resources, getting more money. And uh, so that's something to think about. So with with their posts, I thought I would address it. Um, my so I have some experience, uh, you know, not firsthand, but I have some experience with uh, seeing an improvement in a soccer league and how that happens. So my father is from Colombia, South America, and uh, he immigrated here in the 80s. Uh, we are a big time, big time soccer family. It's just like a known thing. My father played uh, second division professional soccer. Uh, my family is very much into soccer in Colombia, and I'm into soccer. I played, not nah, I didn't play collegiate, uh, but I, you know, I, I love playing. My sons play. It's just a way of life, right? So in 1994, Colombia uh, were the favorites to win the World Cup. And it kind of came out of nowhere. They had some success in 1990. They made it to the second round, but they were eventually eliminated. 1994, Pele came out and said, I think that Colombia is going to win the World Cup, which is a huge endorsement from a guy that was universally considered the best player of all time at the time, and still is by many. Uh, eventually, Brazil actually won the World Cup, but leading up to it, he felt that Colombia was going to be a contender. What happened preceding 1994 is that the Colombian Soccer League kept getting better and better. So um, there was something called narco, narco ball, uh, 
what happened was a lot of these drug lords were buying up these Colombian league teams and using it as a way to launder money. So there was a lot more money being put into the Colombian soccer system, their club teams. Maturana, who was the coach of Colombia at the, at the time, uh, I guess when actually he was uh, he was the coach of Atletico Atletico Nacional, they asked him about about um, how the money has helped, and he said. The introduction of drug money in soccer has allowed us to bring in great foreign players and keep our best players from living. So this happened. Colombia went through their qualification process. I think they only conceded two goals. And one of their wins consisted of beating Argentina 5-0 in Argentina. Uh, I don't think Maradona was playing that game, but I think like Batistuta and all the other guys were playing. So... The league improved drastically. The Colombian Federation of Soccer improved drastically as well during that time. And what happened was money, a lot of money was brought into the Colombian league. And it kind of stemmed from that. It allowed them to keep, like you said, keep the best players and bring in some foreign international good players. And that raised the level of people that were playing in the league. And, uh, and they improved. Coming back to the United States, I'm not saying that the United States needs or is going to go through, you know, nar- narco ball and uh, get drug money into our. We do not need that by any stretch of the imagination. However, what I think will improve the MLS at the end of the day is going to be revenue increase in increase in revenue will allow a league like the MLS to retain the best American players that we have and retain the stars of the MLS and bring players in. So I think there's a good prospect of that. There's a lot of things working in our favor. First off, uh, soccer is rising in this country. It's happening. uh, It's starting to happen in more urban areas too. One of the difficulties with soccer here is that it costs a lot of money to play, like for a kid to play. For instance, both of, well, not both, uh, both of my sons do play soccer, but one of my sons plays in a league. It's very expensive uh, and it's more of like a middle class sport. It's not really the urban sport in this country. Um, So because of that, it limits kind of who we're getting into the sport. However, even still, soccer is growing in popularity. Uh, you know, if you compare soccer to where it was 20 years ago and then 20 years before that, it really is growing. Other factors are a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of resources are starting to shift towards soccer as it's becoming, I guess some people consider it dangerous to participate in sports like American, uh, American football. Because of that, more people are in soccer and it's gaining popularity. If you're playing soccer, you want to see what's happening. So more attention is going to be brought on a league like the MLS. In time, let's say 2022, which I really hope and anticipate uh, the United States making that World Cup, that's going to increase popularity even further. By 2026, when... The World Cup is going to be in the United States. I truly, truly do believe, even in the buildup to that World Cup, that soccer is going to reach a even higher level of popularity uh, just because the World Cup's coming here. The last time the World Cup came here, we got the MLS because of it. I think in 2026, 
leading up to that, you're going to see a lot more money being poured into these uh, MLS teams. And people are taking notice. There are some significant investors in the MLS. Uh, so like even Kevin Durant, I believe Kevin Durant bought a stake in an MLS soccer team. I think that's I think that's awesome. Uh, and the reason is because he likes to make uh, he likes to have investments that make money and it kind of fits probably with his portfolio of of sports. So people are investing in the MLS because people are foreseeing a growth happening. Once that happens, like I said, we'll be able to retain our best players. You know, our our Alfonso Davies are not going to be going overseas. They're going to stay here and we're going to bring great players into the league, which will complement them as well. Um, I think that will create uh, a league that is more robust and you'll see a lot more um, a lot more people getting transferred out of the MLS for significant amounts of money. And with that money, we'll buy more players and then it'll be a cyclical thing. And I think there is definitely a prospect of that happening. It will take some time. But uh, the good thing is, I think that in the future, in the relative near future, and, and even this is a sentiment that a lot of uh, a lot of well-known people within soccer share. For instance, I think uh, maybe like within the past years, ESPN interviewed Kylian Mbappe and they said, you know, could you see yourself coming to the MLS? And he said, not at this moment, but that could change in time. The league is growing. And at some point it might be a viable option. So that's something to consider, and, it, and people are taking notice, especially when you have you know high-profile people coming in. For instance, I think it's very conceivable in the next three years that you know Messi comes to the MLS, and people think, oh yeah, he's coming when he's close to retirement. But think about the popularity of Lionel Messi, a guy like that coming into the league. What if Cristiano Ronaldo comes into the league? Is it possible that Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi could be playing in the MLS together on the same team? I think it's plausible. I think that could happen. If it does happen, it's going to bring a lot of attention to the league, a lot of revenue, more money equals better players, retaining good players, and hopefully in time, improving the American Soccer Federation. So um, those are some of my thoughts on it. I think it's I think it's definitely possible. With that in mind, as it pertains to soccer cards, uh, having our U.S. national team improving having the MLS improving is going to make people in this country gain interest in soccer cards, plain and simple. The more Americans are invested emotionally into soccer, the more invested monetarily they will be into soccer. So it goes hand in hand. And I have, I have high hopes. I think, I think uh, we're heading in the right direction in this country. There's some things that need to happen. Like soccer needs to become more affordable first and foremost. Uh, but a lot of it's just different. It's culture is different. So like my father growing up, his main source of playing soccer was on the streets. You know, you play on the streets and sometimes you don't even play with the soccer ball. You play with a round object that resembles the soccer ball. Uh, here, you know, I've not seen in this area where I'm currently living people playing in the street soccer. I just haven't seen it in yards and backyards. Yeah, but they're not like, you know, it's a different world, obviously. But I, I'm not seeing community gatherings of kids like, oh, yeah, let's go and play soccer. I'm not seeing that too much. Uh, I think in time, there is a chance that that will change, and I hope it does, because it'll be good for beyond just the soccer hobby. Uh, it'll be good just for uh, football in this country, uh, international football in this country. I'm always confused about how to call it. I call it football on the regular, I would say, 
Uh, I say soccer because that's what I first called it. And, uh, and I'm assuming that this podcast probably attracts more of an American audience. Maybe not. Uh, anyway, so those are my thoughts. Uh, let me know what you think. All right. Thanks a lot. If you have any questions or comments, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, Logical Soccer Investing. Thanks.